of virtual coffee. My name is Alexa Collier, and on this podcast, I sit and have coffee or tea with accomplished and innovative small business owners and early career professionals. Now with me today is Katie, the founder and owner of Cupcakes. Katie has always had a passion for baking, and in high school, that passion turned into a flourishing business. She sells beautiful custom cakes as well as sugar cookies, edible cookie dough, and other delicious items. In this episode, we dive into her journey and also discuss what it's like balancing a full-time job and running a small business. So a lot of good tidbits in Katie's episode. Now, before we dive into her story, I would really appreciate if you could rate and review Virtual Coffee on the Apple Podcasts app. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook and other social medias. It's at Virtual Coffee Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and supporting the podcast. Now let's get right into Katie's episode. Katie, thank you so much for chatting with me today. I'm really looking forward to it. Yes, me too. Thank you so much for having me. Very excited. Awesome. Yeah, happy happy to have you on Virtual Coffee. So to kick things off, just tell me a bit about your business, Cupcakes. Uh, What's its mission? How did the idea come to start Mm -hmm. this business? Tell me all about it. Yeah, so uh, my business, Cupcakes, is a custom cake business. The moment, the basis of what I do is custom orders. I have gotten into shipping um, this past summer. So I ship edible cookie dough, cookie kits, pre-decorated cookies as well. And then I've also expanded a little bit into clothing and um, merch and like retail and stuff like that. So that's been pretty fun. But yeah, like I said, the foundation for my business is custom orders. So mm-hmm. I started my business, I would say probably in high school, just for fun. I remember, I think we were snowed in and like Cake Boss was on and I watched <laughs> like way too many episodes of it. So then I convinced myself that I needed to try to bake. So that's kind of where it started. I was always very creative as a kid. Um, I won some like entrepreneurship award in like fourth Mm -hmm. grade because I sewed together Kool-Aid pouches to like make (laughs) purses. So I've always been trying to like make things and sell them like all throughout my childhood. So once I started making cakes, I started posting them on Instagram and everyone's like, you need to make your own separate page. Like you need to start selling cakes. Um, And it kind of turned into a business from there. So I didn't really plan on it. um, And Mm -hmm. it kind of just turned into that word of mouth, made something for someone else. They saw it, they wanted it. So yeah, it kind of organically grew throughout college. Well, I was going to go to a culinary school and then I decided against it. I went to school for marketing and entrepreneurship. So all throughout college, I still baked, I still grew my business. And then upon graduating, I have a job in marketing for the past three years and I'm still baking as well. So (laughs) keeping it up, that's kind of the basis of where I started. Yeah, I'm sure you are extremely busy. And I definitely want to dive into that a bit later. I'm curious, you know, do you think baking, you have somewhat of a natural talent for it? Or do you think anyone can learn how to bake if you have the passion for it? Like just curious thoughts on that. I think a little bit of both. Okay. So I pretty much taught myself everything that I know. Wow. Um, I took like one class at like Michael's, but It was just a basics of like decorating cakes. I Mm -hmm. did have a little bit of experience working at a bakery for one summer in high school. 
but yeah, I pretty much YouTubed everything um, wow. and figured out how to do it. Like macaroons took me like two years to figure <laughs> out how to like make it come out of the oven, not flat and like completely messed up. So yeah, I, I mean, I've always had a creative personality. So I do think you need like that type of creative eye for things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think anybody can teach themselves for sure. Yeah, that makes sense. And I think the important thing is you need to have the passion for it, right? Exactly. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like you can, I'm sure you do have the natural talent for it. But like you said, you need to learn certain techniques. Exactly. That takes a lot of work. I'm sure that takes a while. Yeah, many weekends of just trying to practice baking. So you have to want to do it for sure. Right. That's cool. And why not culinary school? Did you, was there a specific reason for that or just wanted to study something different? Yeah, so I looked into it. I was like ready to do it. And then I was kind of like, I kind of wanted that, I guess, typical college type of experience. Sure. And also, most of the programs were only like two years or something like that. And I kind of wanted to get that business foundation down first because I knew whatever I would be doing, whether it was having a business or working in corporate, mm-hmm. I would need that business management foundation. So that's kind of why I went into entrepreneurship. And then I was always thought like, okay, I can do this. If I want to take it that way, I could always go to culinary school after I get that degree. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of my thinking on that. That makes sense. And I mean, mm-hmm. marketing, right? Is That's going to be yeah. so helpful. helpful. Like I know you mentioned you have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you have that as your full-time job, but I'm sure yes. like mm-hmm. that helps you with cupcakes. Oh, you know? for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. It helps you be able to market your product and strategize mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So, right. Yeah. So curious for listeners who may not have ever, you know, gone to your Instagram and see the amazing, beautiful, just everything you you sell and create, you know, can you give our audience a taste of what you sell, right? Just, I know you can't really Mm -hmm. describe every type of cake or or whatever that you Mm -hmm. sell because they are custom, but just kind of give us an idea. Yeah. So what's very popular right now are decorated sugar cookies, which was not always the case when I first started. So when I first started, you can see how like trends are changing within like the baking industry. So um, when I first started, it was fondant cakes. Everybody had to have fondant cakes. And that's definitely not so much a thing anymore. Most cakes are like buttercream with some fondant accents. So that's the majority of the type of cakes I make now. And then the sugar cookies, like I said, are probably my top seller. Um, I usually have multiple orders of those a week. I guess it's just, I don't know if this year, like Instagram, they're all over Instagram, like all Mm -hmm. different decorations. There's so many cookie cutter companies that are like thriving because of all of the like different and like fun designs that people are coming up with. Yeah. So sugar cookies that are decorated for birthdays, baby showers are a big one. Um, Engagement parties. Those are very, very popular for those. And then I do a lot of cakes. I don't do a lot of like very large wedding cakes. Another trend I would say is people are doing like obviously because of COVID, but before that still people aren't going for like the 10 tier wedding cakes so Mm -hmm. much anymore is what I'm seeing. It's more like smaller ones and a lot of like the natural looking cakes. They call them like the naked cakes where they're like half iced. Yep. Those are very popular. So I've done a lot of those. And macaroons as well. They're definitely one of my top sellers. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. You have that wide range of products. I didn't realize, you know, really dove into the the cookies and the macarons. And that's cool. Mm -hmm. I know you mentioned you're able to ship. So do you only ship, like, are you able to ship the cookies, but not the big cakes? Or can you ship anything? So I can't ship the cakes. 
I think that like down the road, maybe that could be something I could do is ship mm-hmm. cakes or I don't even ship macaroons either Okay. because you need like so much special packaging. So obviously that comes along with like, okay, if I'm really going to do this, I need to invest money. It's like finding the perfect packaging so that everything gets gets there okay um mm-hmm. so that could be a, like a something down the line but yeah right now I'm shipping cookies so decorated sugar cookies once they dry they nice. pretty much are s- safe to be shipped wrapped in bubble wrap and then some like paper shred all around so they're usually pretty safe don't ever have that many issues with those mm-hmm. and edible cookie dough is the other thing that I do ship a lot of I launched that this past summer so yeah I ship those in a like refrigerated pouch that kind of keeps the keeps them cold. So very, very cool. Again, I love the mm-hmm. wide range of products that you sell. So if I'm yeah. a new customer, what would the mm-hmm. process be from ordering from you, right? Like, do we hop on a phone yeah. call so you can get my custom order? Just kind of walk us through that. So for, yeah, say you want to order a birthday cake for your birthday in a couple of weeks, you can send me a DM on Instagram, or I would prefer filling out if people fill out a contact form on my website. Okay. So in my Instagram bio, I have a link tree and in the link tree, it says order a custom cake, custom order. And then you can just click that and it takes you right to the form. So that's, that's a lot easier for me because I do end up having a lot of other DMs Mm -hmm. of like story responses and stuff like that. So (laughs) I respond better to those ones through the contact form on my website. So simple, easy, just fill out the form Mm -hmm. and then you'll take it from there. It's um, I use Wix for my website and they're very easy and it's almost like it's messaging. You can send them an invoice and everything through there if that's what we want to do um, and decide on what they're going to do. Um, and then I do require like 50% of your orders total before pickup to confirm your spot and then the rest at pickup. Awesome. So would love to kind of hear more about how you actually launched cupcakes and it seems you know you mentioned mm-hmm. you started it a little bit in high school and it kind of grew naturally right was there ever a moment where you're like oh my goodness I actually have a business or like yeah. was there, <laughs> you know was it was it so natural where it was I don't know not overwhelming or did you have kind of challenges or overwhelming moments uh, as it grew or as you had to figure out how to do things yeah I would say um I've had some pretty steady growth like in the mm-hmm. past like when I first started and through college it was like I don't know maybe I'd have an order every couple weeks or something like that so it wasn't like every single weekend I would have something whereas now that's kind of what it's become so I would say the past two years has been consistently like if I don't have an order anything that weekend or that week it's like extremely rare wow um so yeah, that's kind of where we're at right now. I do have to turn down a lot of orders as well mm-hmm. because since I do work a full-time job, I, I can't really take a lot of last-minute orders because I have to have, I guess you can talk about that too, like I have to have sure. it planned out. So mm-hmm. I live with my planner glued to me. So yeah, I have to have everything planned out ahead of time to make sure that I can fit the orders within my week. So if you want something, I always tell people, I don't care if it's in two months, like, let me know now, <laughs> because you brought it's a good chance that I can't do it. I mean, congrats on that growth. That's incredible. Yeah, thank you. Sometimes I don't like realize. Right. That, yeah. But, yeah. Right. We don't take any time to reflect on. No. On <laughs> it's always on to the next thing, right? Right. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's awesome. And you, I'm assuming like 
you run your Instagram, right? Because there's more yeah. that goes into cupcakes than oh, yeah. the baking, right? So Right. Yeah, I know. It took me a while to get my website to where it is. I focused on that like this summer a lot um, when I had a little bit of extra time. But yeah, it's it's a lot. I'm like posting early in the morning, sometimes late at night. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> Yeah, I feel similarly on that, right? Like, you know how you see when your like audience is most active or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, honestly, like if I can't get the podcast out till 9 p.m., it's coming out at 9 p.m. Like, what right? can I, <laughs> I know. And there's a lot of I the social media, like that Instagram's mm-hmm. algorithm and everything. Yeah. And you can tell when things are doing better than others at certain times. And I've been trying to take advantage of like reels and also like TikTok. But like part of me, I just don't have enough time to like record everything that I make because I need to make it very fast. Right, right. Um, so yeah, that's something I, I want to do more of. So yeah, I feel that the, it's mm-hmm. difficult upkeeping a social media. And I it always is. say the podcast, I'm not relying on that for any money, right? It's, it's right. really a hobby for me. It's not like I need mm-hmm. to sell a product. And right. it's hard. I can only yeah. imagine if trying to promote a business you have, you have to stay on top of it. And it's so difficult. It's really hard. It is. Yeah. Luckily, I, I have really great, great clients so that if I'm not answering the DM. I usually will answer within 24 hours, but people aren't, don't get mad at me for not yeah. answering right away. Yeah. No, that's, that's good to hear. And yeah, I would love to dive into, you know, the advice you have since you are working, it sounds like several jobs outside of cupcakes. Mm-hmm. How do you do it? How do you even have time to record this podcast? I know. You know? <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, so I like to keep myself busy. I mm. guess that's one way to put it. I mean, baking was my hobby and then it turned into a job. So it's still something that I like to do. So it's kind of doesn't feel like I'm working all the time, if that makes any sense. Like on the days that I don't have like a cake to make, I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do with myself? <laughs> like, I don't know what to do. So yeah, I would say you need a very good planner um I like to organize out my weeks everything I have to do I don't like to procrastinate with baking you can't wait until the last day because things could go very wrong something could not turn out right you might have to redo it things need to take time to dry and stuff like that and cool down so I couldn't wait until the night before to just make a whole cake for the next morning so I guess that's that's kind of a good thing because I have to have things planned out so yeah I would say I usually will plan my week at the beginning of the week what I have for work um, and then figure my days out around that I do like to still get in a workout every day so whether that's 7am Pilates class and then I'll go home get ready for work go to work come back probably have dinner then figure out what I have to bake for the night check those things off and then eat, sleep, repeat. <laughs> Jeez. Good if for you. Yeah. It's it's all about making time for the mm-hmm. things that you want to do. Like I make time for all of my friends. If there's things that I know I can't do, I will say no. But if someone, I know somebody wants to do something on the weekend or Friday night, I'll make sure that I get all of my stuff done ahead of time so that I can do that. Because I think it's important to not completely just work all of the time. You need that balance and yeah, I'm always prioritizing and I, I will make time and figure out how to do it. Yeah, to your point, you know, I agree. In the end, it does kind of work out, right? Like you said, you're going to mm-hmm. put your time where you want to put your time and you'll make right. you'll make it work as best as you can. Of course, exactly. there's, there's days where it's 
extremely stressful and overwhelming, Uh but for the most part, if you can kind of get your system kind of under control, you know, like your time system. Right. Exactly. um, Yeah. And is your full-time job, I'm just curious, is it like nine to five period yeah. or sometimes you need to work like oh it's a long night I'm working till seven that messes up my baking um, yeah it potentially could be a little bit later but mm-hmm. usually try to get done whatever I have and if not I'll finish something later but yeah no I'm not like in a like accounting with like busy season where people sure. are working till like 11 o'clock at night yeah no not usually like that but yeah yeah, so that definitely helps as well. It's nice you can re- pretty much rely on that, you know, section of the day and then I can, you know, exactly. plan out the rest. Right. How you mentioned that baking is still a hobby, right? And you really enjoy doing that. Do you ever find yeah. it difficult to enjoy it for yourself because it is now a job? Like, have you found yeah. that those lines are kind of getting blurry? And if so, how do you maintain it as a hobby for you too? Yeah, no, I've def- I definitely feel like that. That's why I'm like pretty comfortable with the amount of orders that I take on now. I know that sometimes I feel bad. I cannot say no sometimes. Right. Um, I feel bad if people are like, can you do this? Can you do this like this week? And it's like, it, it almost would make me way too stressed out and I wouldn't enjoy it if that makes any sense. So I think it's it's definitely the balance between taking enough orders that I could physically mm-hmm. handle and enough whereas I'm not making trying to make six cakes in like two days whereas mm-hmm. I just it just makes it doesn't make it enjoyable anymore when it's not like you can't take your time and kind of enjoy mm-hmm. it the way the way you should that makes a lot of sense I think that's actually good advice for folks like I'm imagining mm-hmm. folks who enjoyed baking and it became a, co- a business or painting right. and it became a business. Some the hobbies mm-hmm. like that, the creative hobbies, I suppose, since you love it so much, would probably bake a cake on the weekend anyway. So taking right, home exactly. one for a customer, like it's yeah. almost the same thing. You just, you're not the one right. eating it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You definitely, it's, it's all about balance, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. not taking off too much that you, that it will make you way stressed. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I really, I really like that. I think that's great advice. Any other advice for any small business owner, you know, going back to perhaps some of the more business side of cupcakes, you know, Uh any advice you have or challenge you challenges you face that you overcame and want to share about? So I would say you you have to love what you're doing, no matter whether you're going to try to make money off of it or not. I've seen a lot of people that are like, Oh, I just want to do this business because I think I'm going to make so much money doing it. And then they start the business and they're not making as money right away. Mm -hmm. And they're wondering why, and then they stop doing it. It has to be something that you're passionate about and willing to grow your business. I'm like, I started this six years ago, technically, and where I was in the beginning is nowhere near where I am now. So it's more about taking those baby steps in a sense and kind of just keep going. Like you can't just expect to have instant success. It doesn't really work that way. Sometimes people, I guess you see people having instant success online every day. So you think that's like possible, but it takes hard work and it takes time to like build up your business the right way. So yeah, you can't expect to have overnight success and you have to kind of have that drive to keep going. There's many times I thought to myself, I could just give up. I could just stop baking, like just go out and enjoy my life, do whatever I want. But it's like, it also is something that fulfills me and makes me happy. So it has to be whatever business you're starting or whatever you're doing has to be something that makes you happy. And 
it's kind of nice to have something that you find enjoyment out of and then Mm -hmm. it also makes money so (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's a bonus Uh, right (laughs) yeah I guess to the point of working hard and success not coming overnight there's many Friday nights Saturday nights I'm baking like I'm not out with most people my age and that type of stuff but there's a trade-off it's like I have a business that I want to succeed and that's what it's going to take to do it so you kind of have to like have those trade-offs and seem with like investing in your business and stuff like that so yeah yeah again going back to managing your time right and putting Mm -hmm. putting in where you want to focus yeah and yeah I totally agree about having to be passionate about what you do even if that's running your own business or your quote-unquote corporate job right you have Mm to yeah have somewhat of a passion for it I'm curious if you have any perspective or advice on trying to find that passion, right? Because I know for yeah. you, baking came at a pretty young age, um, which is mm-hmm. really awesome, right? You're, you're really lucky you found that. Would yeah. you have any advice for folks who perhaps are just getting through their corporate job and are trying to find, you know, that thing they really want to do, but just aren't yeah. there yet? Yeah, no, it's definitely hard. I found myself many times in college being like, I don't know what I want to do. Like for the corporate side as well, like I have no idea what it is I want to do. And it just kind of takes uh, like experiencing that. So I can say if you can get any type of internship or you can experience different avenues or something, something that like interests you and kind of like learn about that. So another thing I did in college was I taught, it's called Pure Bar. So okay, it's like a yep. bar-based workout. And that's something that I just loved taking classes as a hobby. And then it turned into a job because I wanted to pursue it further. Um, so even things like that, like taking a, a fitness class somewhere and you might end up liking it. And that might be something that you want to pursue on the side. Um, right. One of my good friends, she has a corporate job as well. And she just became um, like another fitness instructor at another place as something to do on the side as like a side hustle. And, and yeah, she's doing great. It's something that she enjoys. So whether it's something that you find joy in outside of work, maybe you can turn it into some sort of like hobby or job like that. I like that advice because it's Mm -hmm. perhaps, yeah, looking at pretty much everyone has some sort of hobby, something they like to do outside their their nine to five. So just even learning more about it, or like you said, Uh interning or yeah, just seeing what other avenues exist on that hobby, right. if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like sign up for a class, mm-hmm. volunteer somewhere. I think that the times that I've done stuff like that, it's always turned into something. Right. Something more. <laughs> yeah. You're right. That does make sense. I like that. That's, that's good mm-hmm. advice. Interested in in hearing other advice of how to make connections in the small business world, right? You started mm-hmm. out pretty young. I'm sure that space may have been a little overwhelming, like, where do I fit in this? And I do know that you also have, you know, a lot of pop-up shops and your business is very successful. It, it you know, is blooming on, on Instagram and social media. So it's getting a lot of mm-hmm. attention. Just curious, are yeah. there certain connections you made that really helped you out or how did you accomplish that? Yeah, I think that connecting with other business owners is definitely something that's helpful and having a mentor I know one of my old bosses was a very good mentor for me. Um, She started a successful fitness business. So I think that definitely using the people around you and your 
your local stores and maybe you're around all the time. I think that also you can use social media to reach out to other business owners. I've done this many times, just reaching out to other small businesses. Hey, do you want to do a giveaway together? Mm. Um, It's a great way to promote their products to your followers and yours, obviously, to theirs. Um, I've done a ton of giveaways with different small businesses and like businesses that I personally like. I'm like, okay, well, I want my followers to see your stuff. So um, if it works both ways, that's great. So definitely reaching out to people, whether it's an Instagram DM, I think that even if maybe you're not super outgoing, it definitely just helps to just start a conversation with other people mm-hmm. because people have such a wealth of knowledge. I think I've learned the most through other people and them sharing their experiences. It definitely really helps. Yeah. So reaching out to people on Instagram, collaborations, like I've done some collaborations with different stores. So I've worked with Lily Pulitzer, Kendra Scott, oh, Anthropology, wow. all those different stores. And everyone always asks me, how did you find connections there? How did you find connections there? Mm-hmm. It all started with just one person at one store. So it's crazy how that works. And it's also I feel like there's a lot of things I could talk about this, but yeah, it's crazy how it starts with just one person and it starts with the way you react or also the way that you present yourself. So just being nice and being nice to one person and just sharing your experience with them can lead to six different people finding out about your business. It all started at the Lily Pulitzer store. There was a blogger who was doing an event. And she asked me to make cookies for her. So I made cookies for her event at Lily Pulitzer. This is when I was in college. And from that one event, I've made connections at all of the stores that I've mentioned. Because people, one person worked at Lily. Then she went to the other store. Then this person worked at that store and to the other store. They were in the same shopping center and heard about it. So just doing one thing and obviously making connections and Mm -hmm. networking with people can lead to a lot down the road. So definitely your first impression matters. Definitely. And I always think too, especially for reaching out, the worst thing that happens is either they don't respond or they say no. Yeah. Right? Like Seriously. it's really yeah. what is the worst situation? What is the That's worst not thing that can happen. That yeah. Bad. I say yeah. this a lot. Exactly. I'm like, even if like you know, see somebody that you know somewhere, it's like you say hi to them. What's the worst thing that could happen? They don't say mm-hmm. hi back and then they're the mean right. person. <laughs> yeah. Um, like that goes back to just life in general too. Like setting mm-hmm. that business or that person a DM asking them a question or just even complimenting their work. I have a lot of people in the baking space. I'm like, oh my gosh, I love this. Like, what did you use for that? What did you use for this? And kind of make like friends through that um, and learn learn a whole lot. So I think definitely reaching out to people helps. Yeah, and even when you mentioned, you know, even if you're not outgoing to still reach out to people, I think uh-huh. that's the beauty of social media, right? You it can is, right. stay behind the screen, which is you can. helpful if you're not a person <laughs> who, sure. you know, enjoys networking events. Like that's the uh-huh. beauty of the small business world is it, a lot of it lives online, which is incredible. It yeah, it is. There's so, so many, so much outreach online. And yeah, I was never a fan of like networking events in college. Right. I was like, oh, yeah. no, <laughs> won't catch me there. <laughs> but there's there's ways to network with people around that for sure. I think even better sometimes. Oh, yeah, I agree. And that now I'm thinking that's interesting. Like, why is the quote unquote corporate world so into the those classic networking events like why not just do what how small yeah. business owners connect, right like that could work for I both know. worlds 
Sure. That's interesting. <laughs> I think with a lot of things being online now, um, because of COVID, mm-hmm. I do think that like the virtual events are probably doing a lot better than in-person yeah. events because it's kind of like, okay, well, like you can easily I guess hide behind your screen and it makes networking like a lot more easier in that sense yeah no totally agreed and yeah great advice to just reach out and yeah ask to do a giveaway or collab Mm -hmm. with another small business owner like chances are they'll say yes because like like you said they want to promote their products too and exactly yeah no I think they could be afraid to reach out to you or not think Mm -hmm. you're interested yeah definitely no love it awesome (laughs) (laughs) so my kind of last big question here for you, Katie, is in this moment, what is Mm -hmm. your proudest accomplishment? Of course, it can be cupcakes or doesn't have to be related to your business at all. Just Mm -hmm. kind of that first thing that comes to mind, what your proudest accomplishment is. I don't know. I guess it would say my proudest accomplishment is the fact that like I am able to have a successful business as well as work a nine to five and have a corporate job. I take pride in my ability to balance both very well. So that's something I guess I'm proud of. Yeah, it's not been an easy road here. I, to get a little bit deeper, I like lost my dad a year ago to cancer. So I had a whole, whole year where he was sick and I am very proud of the fact that I didn't give up on anything that I was doing during that time. It was very like, tough and testing time and I was I think it was my first year out of college so I had just settled into a job um, and I was still baking I still managed to do well in my job I got a better job all throughout that time and I still grew my business so I guess that's something that I'm proud of and I know you'd be proud of so yeah just kind of keep going and keep yeah. going for your goals and your dreams and life's gonna throw things at you but it's more about your reaction to them is all you can really control. Yeah, that's really well said. And congratulations on all your accomplishments so far. And yeah, thank you. Very, very sorry to hear about your dad, but your mindset around it all, right, just clearly shows you, you have found a passion and something that you and your family and your dad, you know, like you said, would be proud of that Mm -hmm. you found and are continuing to pursue. Um, And that's just a really incredible feeling. So again, congratulations on (laughs) on all your success so far, right? It's, it's Thank still, you. <laughs> you still have such a long, long yeah. way to go and many more successes ahead, which like, is great. I think I'm so old, but I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> 25 seems so old. <laughs> well, you've built a business, right? That, yeah. That's a lot of energy and time. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Katie. You had a lot of great advice in this episode. And I love just hearing a bit more about your journey. And where can the audience find you and Cupcakes? What's your social media, website, all that? Um, so you can find me on Instagram. It's Cupcakes Cake Bakery. It's a little bit long because my name was not available, but it's C-U-P-K-I-T-E-S. If you search that, you'll be able to find it. And then my website is cupcakescakes.com. And then you can find all of my email links and everything through my Instagram or my website. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Katie. I had a great time chatting with you today and I hope everyone checks out Katie. Thank you for having me. Yeah, uh, of course. And I, I hope Hope everyone checks out Katie and Cupcakes. Please look at her beautiful work on her Instagram. It's it's a good oh. feed to have on your feed, you know, scrolling through and everything. <laughs> Thank so definitely you. give her a follow. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you so much for having me.